Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for NJPW New Beginning in Osaka Preview. Discussing the huge show this Sunday from Osaka Joe Hall. I am joined by my esteemed panel here. What a panel of NJPW media and fans here. I am joined, of course, by the person that we always talk about, New Japan Pro Wrestling, here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel with. It's your boy, Jay News. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, as I as I. I have returned from my sabbatical. It's time to talk New Japan. But SP3, let me, let me not take too much time away from folks. Keep on in with the introductions. And of course, we are joined by our third of our gang here that talk about NJPW. It is Sanal. Hello. I mean, yeah, we are busy tonight. We've got a full house. And I mean, for the show that's happening, this is the, the perfect for people to chat about it. Had to bring in a very special guest for a very big show on Sunday. This man is the voice, the person that I go to when I want to talk about NJPW. When I want to learn some information from a show, when I want to get his opinion, I will tell you. His Twitter account is the reason that I woke up this past weekend and I turned on NJPW World to watch Gabe Kid and Hanare turn it up at Kurgan Hall, because this man knows his graps. It's Karen, he is back. What's going on, sir? I'm always happy to come on to True Hill Heat, especially when it's as awesome as the show as this one's looking out to be. I'm come representing. I'm ready to tell everyone why Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be tapping out the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. This this man over here is talking talking blasphemy. How, how dare you? Look, how me dare and, you? Me and Zach Save Jr. are basically neighbors now. I'm like 10 minutes away from the Isle of Sheppey. That is true. That is true. You guys are neighbors now. But thank you so much, Karen, for joining us. I know you do a lot of work over at Wrestling, over at uh, Fightful Overbooked. For anyone who's joining us live who might not stay through the entire podcast and hear the outro, let everybody know all the great things that you're doing talking about NJPW. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's my Twitter, at KieranRH93, uh, just posting everything and anything New Japan related. I just love it. You know, i got the replica belt behind me. It's bigger than it looks. It's just it's in the distance. Um, and uh, yeah, like over at WrestleIn, at WrestleIN, uh, we're doing tons of stuff. We are big on our Japanese wrestling, whether it's Joshi or New Japan and everything else. Um, tons of podcasts, no matter what you're interested in, especially like even Choco Pro. We go, we go, we go, we go to Chocolate Square. We go to Ichikaya as well um and yeah over on fightful overbooked where sp3 is often there as well um as part of bread club alongside matt from the shining with us podcast we talk about all things new japan as well it's purely dedicated to new japan pro wrestling over on bread club yes doing great work all across the board so check out karen if you haven't already and thank you guys for checking us out here for our preview we appreciate y'all if you're joining us live appreciate y'all if you're watching us on demand remember to show that appreciation back the simplest way possible drop the thumbs up on this video share this video with all your wrestling fans friends and family on all your favorite social media platforms if you're new to the true hill heat youtube channel hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content 
here. And of course, sound off in the live chat. We love to interact with all of you. Sound off. We'll try to highlight as many of your comments as possible. But of course, if you're feeling generous, you want to give back to what we do here, you can send a super chat donation. Those are so important to what we do. And we always appreciate the support. We got Alexander in the chat who says this new beginning going to be hot. We also got uh, Negro Buck in the chat. We got Nikki Boy who says, uh, Kieran, much love. I think Zach will beat Dragon, but tapping him out, question mark? I don't know about all that. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Look, if Zach Sabre Jr. loses to Daniel Orso, man. On, I need to get this in quickly as well. It's my birthday Sunday as well. Oh. So it's, it's, the, it's the best possible birthday present exactly. for me. You've got, you've got to do it now. Now there's even more pressure. Exactly, exactly. He has to win this. Just adding to Zach's pressure, the biggest match of his, his career now with your with your birthday on the line, you know? Uh, we have Frantic World who says, what's up, guys? Sanal and Chad. And I'll start with Sanal. Give us your 0 to 10, your buzz level for the new beginning in Osaka. Nine, because there's always room for improvement as tomorrow comes and as I wake up on the Sunday morning. Um, yeah, I feel like they've really been doing well building up to these matches. Like whether it's in the in the ring or we talk about Zack Sabre Jr. outside the ring in the post match comments, I feel like we had a bit of a like a slow start to the new beginning tour, but then obviously the last show really like hyped it up, and now I think whether you're like a hardcore New Japan fan like us or whether you're just like a bit chilled and you watch it casually, you can't not be excited after looking at this card. Absolutely true. What about you, uh, J New? Zero to ten, your buzz level. I mean, the buzz was the buzz was on a ten when they when they announced that cage match, man. Mm. That, that that's that's really what it was about for me. Uh, Will's last New Japan match here, um, you know, United Empire versus the Bullet Club. Um, that's what I care about necessarily. I mean, the rest of the card is good. Don't get me wrong. Um, showcasing throughout the road two shows hanare you know doing a damn thing gabe kid out here just putting people on to the world on to what we all know to be the greatest it's it's been good man it's been good this okada swan song's been been uh very consumable to say to say the least i i i can't i can't say it's been bad because they, they, there's been other occasions when other wrestlers are leaving companies and stuff like that, and stuff just gets cheesy. This hasn't been too cheesy. So, um, yeah, man, everything's been good. Everything's been good. Everything's been solid. What about you, uh, Karen? Zero to ten, your buzz level. See, I want to say like eight, nine, ten, but then we, we, we all get excited, but then we, we forget that in amongst all this excitement, there is El Fantasma and Hikleo versus Chase Irons and Kenta. <laughs> It's like the Gado giveth and the Gado taketh away. Like the dichotomy of Gado in full show here. Um, no, but but no, you've, got to, you've got to hope that it'll be like a 10 minute at the most. I, I hope. I hope. Um, but no, Jay News on the money. Like that, that, as much as I've said about it, like Zach Junior Danielson, it is the cage match. Is the it, It's crazy that Zach Sabre Jr. and Danielson isn't the main event, but it shouldn't be the main event. Because mm -hmm. everything around this cage match has been perfect. There's so many stories going into this and i think there's going to be so much stories coming out of this like i don't think war dogs and united empire leave the same way they go in right absolutely not yeah yeah 
and there is like so much stuff to talk about with the cage match. So we'll spend a little bit more time on that match more than the others. But let's go through the card. Eight matches on the card for this Sunday. Of course, you guys watching us live, keep sounding off in the live chat and give your predictions for these matches as well. We got uh, the opening match, which we'll see Yo teaming up with Toriyanu to versus Suki Taguchi and uh, Bolton Oleg, who is kind of like the remaining of this uh, last NJPW uh, dojo class, kind of because, uh, you know, Asuka Lobe, Yoda Nakashima, they just went on excursion. So Oleg feels like he's the last one left from that group, still in New Japan, still as a young lion, teaming up with Taguchi here to verse Yo and Yanu. I will start with J News here. Who do you think picks up the win? And what do you think what's going to be next for Bolton Oakland uh, now that Nakashima and Lobe is out on excursion? I mean, for all intents and purposes, Oleg is the senior young boy at this point. You know, uh, he's he's still going to be there for a bit um, just because out of the out of the three right between Nakajima, Nakashima um, and Oscar Lobe and stuff like that. He was the greenest. To be quite honest, yeah. so he still he still got a lot to pick, he still got a lot of, to pick up um, from a personality standpoint. He's been he's been really showing out, so that's been good. His in ring his in ring timing has been getting better, but it's not all there yet. So you know there's still some work to be done for him there. But in regards to this match, um, it's gonna be comedy. It's gonna be pure comedy at the end of the day. So I expect some good laughs out of this match. Uh, Yo, being who he is now, I think this is where he he's found himself. Right <laughs> at this point, being the the comedy junior, um, and uh, you know Yano doing Yano things, and Oleg just doing whatever Taguchi tells him to do. So you know it, it, it works all it all works out. It all works out. Um, if I got to pick a winner, I'm going with the you know whoever doesn't have the young line. So I'm going with <laughs> <laughs> that's usually the smart pick, and I will agree with you. I'm going with Yo and Yano as well, Karen. What do you think about this match and Bolton Oakland, who you've been a fan of kind kind of since the beginning, since we've right. been talking about it. Bolton Oleg started following me the other day, and I was like, I think I was a bit more excited when like than like when like Will Ospreay and guys started following me, man. I love this dude. Um, just the way that he's so fluent in the language, obviously, as well, which is such it just gives him a leg up on everyone else that's coming into New Japan. Um, he's just a beast. Like, I would love to see. Like, J News is right. He is very green. It's kind of endearing, though, how green he yeah, is. Yeah, the way, like, they, the way like, they've, they've constructed it around him. Yeah, it's been very, very he's, good. He's like a child in like a giant's body, like when he stomps around the ring and everything. It, 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 he's so endearing, like just by being himself in the ring. Um, and I, I, I love him for it. But yeah, no, I'm big, big things for Oleg in the future. Absolutely. I'm, I put all my chips on Oleg right now. But yeah, Yo and Yano, of course, winning this um, with. Yeah, yeah, Janu's like spawn again. Yo is really coming to himself this part year with more of the character work. Showing off more personality. Sanal, finish us off. Who you got? I'm my Rapongi 3K t shirt. Yeah, no, just echoing what you guys have said. Um, Oleg is really good. Like, like Kieran said, like the Japanese, like his, as someone who's learning Japanese, his fluency never ceases to shock me. And he really, like, gives him an added connection to the crowd. Something that I've never seen with a Gaikokujin uh, young lion before. Like it's like, it's so endearing. And yeah, I personally think, I think even though it's the first match, I think whatever we see from Yo, probably might set up with what we might be able to expect in Best of Super Junior. Cause I know there's been a lot of talk about that. And obviously with Wato out, 
I think Yo might be one of those guys that they try and go to for a bit of safety because he can put on great matches. And like everyone said, his character, well, some people who might not be New Japan fans properly don't get it. It's the right place for him. It's, I think he's the most, like, he's having the most fun he's ever had and he's the most comfortable, even if he's in those opening matches. Yeah, feels more comfortable in his own skin. Uh, second match here, we got another tag team match, y'all, as we're going to see former IWGP World uh, Tag Team Champions Bishamon, Hiroki Godu, and Yoshihashi going against United Empire's Great Okan and Callum Newman. Who you got here, Kieran? What do you think about uh, what's been going on with United Empire maybe spill off into this match here? Yeah, I think like Great Okani in his backstage comments recently, I didn't watch the actual subtitled one, so it's just a translated one on the NJPW 1972 Twitter, and it was something like he's got he's not going to be as bothered about representing the United Empire flag anymore or something like that. Like it was a bit of a bit of uh, like Great Okan getting thrown into the mix about the outcome of this cage match here. Um but like speaking like on Callum Newman as well, I can't believe how good he is now. Like coming from the UK independence scene, I've I've watched him for many years. Uh, and he was just like flippy guy number. 522 like there was nothing special about him over here and then like he has a couple of months in the dojo and he's stepping in ring with the greatest wrestlers in the world and now he's just a different beast he's a different animal and he is looking fantastic and you know that that debut when he got into the ring for that first time Cork and Horn he hit those ropes and the crowd lost their mind because he the, the Prince of Pace is a very up name like from that moment he was a made man in New Japan Pro Wrestling um but yeah of course they're, they're gonna take the loss they're going up against Bishamon for God's sake yeah, it's, it's kind of like the, the J News rule with the first matchup. Callum Nguyen is here to look good and take the loss. So, yes, I'm going with Bishamon as well. Uh, Sanal, who you got? Yeah, I have Bishamon. Again, like Cal Callum Newman, I knew he'd have really good potential. Like when he came to New Japan, I've seen him on the British independent scene, and I knew that for many people coming into New Japan, having time with the dojo and especially with him in the Empire, the guys in that faction would help him grow. But he has been so monumental to this whole storyline. Even though he's not in the cage match officially, he has been there. He has been building himself up. He is still being built as a junior, but yeah, going against some of the best heavyweights. So Bishaman are going to get the win, but I think, like every match, Callum Newman is going to keep growing and growing on the audiences. And every little, every minute he's in a ring with veterans like Yoshihashi and Goto, it's just going to like increase his experience and like and make him the star he will be and probably a future champion. Yeah, I think he's going to have a breakout in the best of Super Juniors, the way he's been going so far this year. Jay News, who you got? Uh, from the match perspective, I'm with everybody else. You know, uh, it should be. Uh, Bishamon to win this match uh, to to piggyback off of what everybody else was saying about Callum Newman. I mean, there's a reason as to why Will Ospreay uh, chose to sponsor this young man at the age of 16 out of his out of out of his own freaking money and out of his pocket. You know what I'm saying? Um, it it's the dude's got tremendous talent, and like Kieran said, the whole Prince of Pace thing it's not a gimmick. That is not a gimmick. You can see it in the ring, how fast the dude moves and how how just how smooth he is, dude. It's like it's it's just it, it it's very very cool to see. Um, so big future for that young man uh, coming up. Hopefully he does well in the best of super juniors. But yeah, he'd be looking up at the lights here. So um, that's he is he is himself as a heavyweight now. We should say really. Um, 
backstage comments he's saying he's no longer a junior and he's a big boy he was always like that will osprey type of he got the height and it's just hard to build and he's he's getting a bit of chunk to him slowly but surely i mean hey wherever wherever it ends up if he takes over i mean if eventually he takes over will's spot that'll be something uh to see hey Um, i would argue he gets more height on the os cutter than will did in his young days i mean you know just saying (laughs) just saying Just putting it out there. I'm just, I might not be the only person. Just wanted to put it out there into the world. Uh, but it's about that time, Sanal, J News. You know, we go through this all the time. Karen, we have to go through this on Ace Techers. We got to talk about House of Torture. House of Torture will be in action here as evil Renarita. Uh, show and Yujiro Takahashi go against Hontai, Shoto Aminu, El Desperado, Honma, and Tiger Mask. Who you got here, Sanal? Your favorites of House of Torture, or are you going with Hontai? I mean, I why do they keep giving us this? This is not what we want. This is not what needs to be on this card. Why was this not like the first match? I mean, I get the storylines going forward, but we don't need it. As much as hey, you guys know I love House of Torture, so guess what? They're gonna get the win because sadly, I mean it's a toss-up. Either Tiger Mask or Honma's gonna get pinned, but hopefully we get to see a Kakeshi out of it. So that's I, that's I, the only saving grace I've got, and that Desperado wears his red gear. That's all I've got. I I love how like with New Japan predicting the card is pretty much this. If it's a title match or a singles match, you're trying to figure out who needs to win more. If it's a multi-man matchup, you're trying to figure out who's going to take the loss. And yeah. <laughs> like, the like Young Lions, Young Lions, um, Honma, Junior Heavyweights. It was like it was like Honma and Tiger Mask. Man, that team got two options to lose. Yeah, House of Torture is winning. Uh, Karen, who, what have you been uh, thinking about uh, House of Torture since Ren Narita joined with the group? And who do you think wins this match here? I was very high on Renarita joining House Torture. Like, the second coming of Shibata is not working for the dude. His strikes are frail and, like, weak. Um, so I, I was very up for it um, since he's joined. Not so much, I suppose. Like, I've not... Uh, it kind of is what it is. Um, but I think it's just crazy. Like, we as Western fans are like, why House of Torture? Why, like, you know, why are they always in these positions and everything? And then, like, the Tokyo Sports, like, fan vote awards come out and they're like, the third most popular, fourth most popular faction in Japan among the fans that voted. There's such a like different viewpoint on the House of Torture between the actual Japanese audience and us. Uh, it, it's very interesting. Like they're popular, they work. There's a reason they're getting booked much to as much as we hate it. Um, I think they are better now than they were this time a year ago, two years ago. Like much like yo, they're finding their place and their groove. It's they have their moments where before it was just all bad. Now you get you get some some spots of happiness in the bad. You get you get about ten minutes of maybe five seven minutes of clean wrestling, maybe from like Yoshinobu Kanemaru to show there's a glimmer of hope. You know, House I didn't have an issue with House of Torture until that damn evil and Sonata feud. <laughs> like the fact they went back to that feud after the G one, I feel like you can point to that of why fan interest went down after the G one. It's like. This is your world title feud. 
Do you know what? They need like a complete like rebrand. They can still be House of Torture and be healed, but they need to play not on the cheating and the shit wrestling, but the characters within it. You know, like show being like slightly crazy and Narita going on that. If you can play on that, they will be great heels. Just we don't need like 20 minutes of a match and we go, all right, well, so around the seven minute mark, Dick Togo will come and then the rest of them. Give us something unexpected like having them properly wrestle because you have some great wrestlers. Show, Kanemaru, do you know what I mean? Narita, you can build him up. Narita is not going to grow if you keep him in that style of House of Torture match. I think they're I, their best when they just go totally overboard and there's like 500 run-ins and there's like 100 chairs being used. When they just go like, they basically forego the wrestling and they just go stupid and over the top and it's like, ten, like they done it. I think like Mark Davis in the New Japan Cup when he beat Igor. Yes. And it's like, that was fantastic because all the United Empire, one by one, they all came in to level the odds and the crowd lost their mind and you get invested into it a bit more um, versus when it's just House of Torture beating down one guy. It's like, well, this, is, this isn't very fun. It's also yeah. unrealistic because you're going to tell me that like every time the House of Torture all come out, nobody in the back, even if you're in a different faction, you don't want to just come out and beat the shit out of them. And it's also it's also because like that was a year ago. That's a year ago that that Mark Davis and Evil Man. Now you have to live through a whole year of House of Torture doing that same <laughs> style of matchup where sometimes there's not the babyface save. Like I I would say like on the second viewing, the Kanamaru and El Desperado as well as the Shooter and Narita matches from Kurgan Hall on the Road Two shows were good matches. But I had to watch them a second time because the first time I realized I did not pay attention until the interference came because I was like, I, I know it's going to come. So, yeah. like, why should I pay attention? I was on my phone. Yeah. I was doing I, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to pay attention until the interference comes. Like, I they have made it that I'm numb to good wrestling. And it was good wrestling before the interference came with both matches. And I was completely numb to it the first time watching. They need to change up their cheating tactics as well. Like, give us something different. Don't just come and jump on it. Like, you know, like the, at the start when it's fun, when the lights went down and stuff. Like, but then they kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And you're like, it's not fun anymore. J News, who do you have here after we just uh, broke down the House of Torture paradox? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm 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 with the, I'm with my homie, the Negro Buck. I cannot choose. The house of torture to win anything um i am going with hantai here uh condolences negro buck we with you brother um but uh let me say this man let me say this let me say this i'm with kieran on the whole narita thing i said this months ago like the faction warfare thing i get it this is what new japan has been for for decades now but red narita would be better served better off being akin to early night mid to late early 90s heel chono than freaking shibata you know what i'm saying but that's neither here nor there character development is not the new japan way of life so what we have here <coughs> so what we have here is this whole whether the westerners think that house of torture sucks and the japanese crowd thinking or or liking them right they're the fourth most popular fashion there um, they need to change stuff up. Like, take heed of the name of the group. House of Torture. Do torturous things. Don't do annoying things. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's just, 
you know, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna make people submit or tap out, that's torturous. Hang people up in the ropes, do do evil intended things like take that name and do something with it. But it's like it's just not watchable half the time. And then the whole Dick Togo, Dick Punch thing, like that's that's freaking Kyantai days. Like it's it's been thirty years. Like let's let's get out of this already, man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Hantai for the win. Uh, I got Shooter doing some things. And he'll probably end up pinning Yujiro. That's my pick right there, man. <laughs> I thought Jay knew you were going to surprise me and say Honma was going to pin like Evil or something and get a shot at the Never title. I was like, oh, Absolutely. that would be different. <laughs> they are building to Shooter and Evil for uh, mm -hmm. Sofaro, which ruined some of one of my booking because I was going to, I'm going to, I'll mention that in a bit here. But let's go to the fourth match here, our final multi man matchup. On the night, as it's going to be Los Inganables, Deja Pones, Tensuya Naito, Shingo Takagi, Yoda Suji, Hiromu Takahashi, and Bushi versus just five guys Sonata, Taichi, uh, Yuya Yuomura, Doki, and Taka Mishinoku. These two groups have obviously been feuding since before Wrestle Kingdom. You got the big matchups coming up in Sapporo as it will be five singles match, a singles match series between the two groups. But, Karen, I'll go to you, start with you first, where this is another one that feels like there's a disconnect, where the Japanese fans seem to be still very much into, you know, Naito, Sonata, the story that they have, and LIJ, and just five guys, where it seems like a lot of Western fans are just like, I mean, as far as like me, for, for instance, I'm like, why is this still going on? Yeah, the, st <laughs> the, the stars and the vocal point of this feud are Yota Suji and Yuya Uemura. It is not mm -hmm. the RWGP World Heavyweight mm -hmm. Championship. It is not Tetsuya Naito and it is not Sonata. These two going out from Wrestle Kingdom, of course, the match there, upping the ante, you know, they're getting more volatile, they're getting more violent in all these matches. And now the revelation that it's going to be, they're going to be having a hair versus hair match, which will be one of the biggest kayfabe tragedies in professional wrestling. Uh, not enough people appreciating how luxurious Yorosuji's hair, uh, Yuya Umura's hair is. Sorry, everyone's saying Yorosuji can't lose his hair. I don't want to see you, you, you lose his. Wow, that's a tongue tie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like it's like Naito's trying to spice it up, saying like the loser of this match shouldn't be able to enter the New Japan Cup because then there's a risk of this match happening again, which nobody wants, and Naito appreciates the fans don't want that. But, you know, he's pointing out the fact that Sonata, as usual, is staying coy and he's staying quiet. And as much as Naito tries, Sonata, Sonata is who he is. And you can't fault him for that. He's he's a silent boy. It's like, dude, like, have, you didn't learn your lesson from the Wrestle Kingdom build when, every, when we literally had the lead commentator on New Japan Pro Wrestling up on our channel basically saying, I wish Sonata would have talked more in the buildup. Jay News, what do you think about their feud going coming out of Wrestle Kingdom, and who do you think wins here? You know, I think Kieran's spot on. Um, you know, this is all about Yuya. This is all about Yoda. At the end of the day, um, I I tagged you and Sonal both with the exploding head emoji the other day, and I was like, <laughs> "What the hell is going on? Hair versus hair? We're in Mech. This is pre Fantastica Mania. We're in Mexico. <laughs> hair versus hair thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's." I don't know when the last time that even happened in Japan was, to be quite honest. But um, didn't they say Suzuki and Go? Suzuki, yeah, so. Suzuki oh, and Go. Rest Kingdom Twelve. Yeah. yeah, I was there for that. That was cool. 
Nice. So, you know, it's 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 been a while. And then secondarily, to Kieran's point, like just five guys, you know, you, you, or more, those are the those are the hair product guys. You know what I'm saying? Like they got the commercials going. On Twitter, by the way. Um, they got the hair commercials going and stuff like that. Suji's main is 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 man, come on now. Like, what what are we doing to these guys? So, you know, I I don't know. I, at the end of the day, it's their feud. Um, Sonata's still being quiet, like I'm at this point because I've been shooting in the gym with Sonata forever. We all know this. I'm at this point where it's like it's not indifference, but it's like if 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 he's in a match, I'll watch it, but I won't have any fervor in my heart for it because it's like there's there's something missing. There's always going to be something missing in the match, um, unfortunately. And you know, I, I, I'm just not going to drop him off of my top because it's I've been riding with Sonata for a minute, but it's like I just I, I don't expect any emotional uh, attachment to it anymore. Um, and Naito's out here, man. He trolling the hell out of everybody, man. And I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that um, being a troll champion that he is. But uh, I'm not sure how long he has left, man. That body's is worn. So it's 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 depending on what his next match is going to be. Um, I'll have a better inclination of like who his next challenger is going to be and what and and how this this reign's going to go. But for now, he's just trolling the hell out of everybody, and I can appreciate that stuff, man. Um, you know, but five first, how many times have we seen this match in the last two months now? It's been a lot, it's been been throughout the whole road to new beginning, the road to Tokyo Dome. They were doing this on like World Tag League, like it's like it's been a while. I, I do agree with you guys, though. Yuya and uh, Yo- Yoda uh, Suji have kind of been bringing the yeah. the intensity to this whole thing. I, I feel it I like feel it feels like so long ago. Takamishinoku <laughs> got that win at New Year's Dash. I know, right? Best hey, <laughs> moment at New Year's Dash. Yeah. Uh, to, to 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 finish off this, I feel like when I have these conversations with folks, it's like, oh, but this is New Japan. You know, they always have these multi man matches. There's a reason as to why I've always been saying that this needs to stop. This needs to stop because of this. They have all these road two shows, and in a clump, in a week's time or ten days' time, they have the same match six or seven times. Like it's, it's, and they're not house shows; they're all televised at the end of the day. So it's like we get to watch them. It's different if it's like a, like for example, when we talk about WWE and their house shows, they're not, they're not yeah. televised. We know the matches happen, but we don't watch them unless they're there live. So it's like, man, it's like it didn't happen, but now it's they're happening all the time. So it's just, oh man, no, 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 it's too much, it's too much, too much. I, I feel you, and it, it's it is too much with Lij and just five guys. So hopefully, hopefully after Sapporo, we're done with that. And something else we're gonna be done with after Sapporo. It's not gonna rain anymore in New Japan Pro Wrestling, as the Rainmaker Kashiko Okada will be finishing up in Sapporo, but he has his final encounter in an NJPW ring with the Ace Hiroshi Tanahashi. These two men had their epic first encounter for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship back at the new beginning in 2012. And now 12 years later, 2024, they have their final encounter here. Okada owns an 8-4-2 and two record, I believe, against Tanahashi. He has eight wins to oh, Tanahashi's four losses. I mean, four wins. So, Karen... First time that we're able to kind of ask you about this. What do you feel about Okada leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling and this match? 
I think the longer it's gone on, the more you've seen some fans like social media podcasts, whatever, kind of try and try and twist it and be like, oh, it's kind of good Okada's leaving. Like, hurry up with the tour and everything. Like, get over it and like all this stuff. And it's like, there is no positive twist to Okada leaving New Japan. There is no good thing. There's no, it opens a spot at the top of the card. Okada hasn't been at the top of the card for the past year. There's no, like, you know, after when he uh, when he went balloon Okada, he was away from the top of the card. <laughs> He's not there all the time. And when you want him there, he can be there. There is no positives to this news. Um, it is it, it's scary because what is it like, you know, it's been talking about nausea. What does it mean for the future of Japanese wrestling? No one's safe. Like, you know, why it, it makes it difficult. To, you, know, you know, like, should I get invested in these guys? Are they going to up and leave? And, you know, it's not a reason to not get invested in Okada. He's been there for probably... 14 odd years by when you include his young line time, something like that, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, like this is the perfect last singles match, of course. Like, arguably, for many, I'm sure they would say this is the greatest feud in professional wrestling. Um, you know, how many people have had this many high level matches in this many high, in, in this many big occasions for top titles and delivered every single time? And SP3 said the record, and they faced each other like 15 times or something like that. Um, there is it's generational there won't be anything like this again in professional wrestling um i i am interested to see what okada's final match or matches will be i'm not sure if he has one or two left after this uh because this would be the perfect swan song for okada um but as well i think it's kind of you know people are upset why did he not lose the titles to tmdk i'm not saying Fujita should have pinned okada that's absurd but she could have easily taken a pin from a shane haystar or mikey nichols um yeah. but you know, that was kind of weird. And it's like, well, Okada doesn't need to put over Tanahashi. Like, uh, in the same vein, should he be getting a win over Tanahashi at this point? Like, it's it's an interesting one. I, I'm very intrigued to see how this one will play out. I, I yeah, I, I am very interested who's going to get the win in this one here. I know it's going to be emotional. I know there's going to be tears in a lot of eyes, including Sonal's, who you think is going to win. And how are you kind of a, a couple of weeks after the first time I asked you about Okada leaving. We still don't talk about it. It's still like a surreal thing. Um, I like to think it's fine. We've still got two matches after this to come. And, you know, we don't have to say goodbye to the Rainmaker just yet. But, um, no, there are going to be tears from me. Tanahashi is going to cry like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yes. He's a very emotional man. Um, it's like when Okada cried, it was like quite a shock. But when Tana cries, it's like he cries all the time. So it's like expected. Yeah. Um, obviously, everyone's talking about how like it was weird that TMDK didn't win. I think, and I've said this, I think I might have said this on Ace Tuckers. I think that it's a plan. So these next three matches, everyone's just going to beat Okada. Tanahashi's going to beat Okada. Then I think they're going to have two young guys who are going to beat Okada. I think they were like, oh, okay, he can relinquish the belts. And I was like, oh, okay, he's going to go like at the top of his game. But I'd lo- I'd kind of like it if just like towards the end of it, he just loses, loses, and loses. <laughs> and, and he starts with Tanahashi, who's like, I'm the president now. I've won a title. I'm now going to be Okada, who's left. And I just, I just think, personally, I think that'd be the best, just especially to lead on to like the next two, where I hope he puts over young talent. But yeah, um, there is like there is no positives in Okada leaving. Like, well, well, I don't know who would even think that. 
Like uh, I haven't heard, I haven't heard anybody who's like uh, ecstatic and there's I not. Mean, like yeah, the... no, there's people who you know they like the the diehard WWE and AEW fans who want Okada. Oh, to that go. makes yeah, yeah, of sense, man. If you don't yeah. watch New Japan and you watch AEW or WWE and you're excited about a prospect of getting Suchiko Okada, more power to you. I'd be excited too. But if you're a New Japan fan, there's no positive. How dare you? How dare no. you? No. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not. There's not the optimism that there. Like there was a little bit of optimism when the elite left in 2019 because you had Kota Ibushi was heating up, Jay White was heating up. You still had Naito. You still had Okada. You still had Tanahashi. You still had a year and a half left of his prime. So like. Yeah, there was there was a lot more optimism there. There was optimism when AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura left because you had Kenny Omega in the junior heavyweight division. You had new guys coming in like an Osprey and Ricochet and all these guys. Like you were fine in 2016. You were fine in 2019. I don't feel as fine about New Japan in 2024 losing Okada. Jay News, who you got here in this matchup? Okada or Tadahashi? So before I say that. This is a. I have a question here because sometimes New Japan does put the cards out a bit beforehand, but I haven't taken a look. Have Okada's last two matches been decided? No, they have yeah. not. I, I I like to think that during after this Tanahashi match, Kaito Kiyomi is going to come and just like beat him up. That's I, that's so my prediction. My prediction is that Kaito Kiyomi is coming out to page. challenge him for Sapporo. <laughs> We're on the same page. So I think that the idea in my head is that. This match, I feel like they can go a very unique way with this match, right? It'll be emotional. Don't get me wrong. Tana's going to cry. Maybe Okada cries by the end. Who knows? And whatnot. But the last two Okada matches can can lead New Japan into a new for, in, into a new foray. No doubt they have the, the, the Rewa Musketeers. I'm not calling them the three Musketeers because it's more than three. <laughs> In my in my estimation, um, but the Kiyomiya thing is important to me. If New Japan can land that dude full time, the passing of the torch moment can be done before Okada leaves. So, with that being an idea, Okada can win this match and take that TV title off of Tana. <laughs> He's not first enough for the TV title. Oh, he's not okay. So it's a non-title yeah, match. Yeah, 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 scrap that. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is non-title. What are we talking about? <laughs> but anyways, so no. So if it's non-title, yes. So Tana wins at the end of the day. But Okada on his way out should be putting should be putting over younger guys. But I to to Sonal's point to your point SP three the Kiyomiya thing is key, um, because if New Japan can sign him, he's just an, he's he's now at the top of the card at the end of the day. With his skill set and, and his presentation and everything else in between, you know, not to say that he's going to take over for 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 Okada, but you know, um, it's 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 a good place to start. And then he joins the rest of the pack of the of the shooters and the Naritas and the Sujis and the Uemuras and everything and everybody else in between. So New Japan's not left in the dust completely, you know. I, I think as well. They need obviously a new. They, I think they need a big player to come in, like mm -hmm. some excitement, a Kiyomiya, a Nakajima, whatever. But what's scary to me is they've lost, they're losing Osprey and they're losing Okada. And those are probably, well, Okada definitely the biggest paycheck in New Japan sure. Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was told with Osprey is very far behind. He was on Okada level money. Is that these guys are leaving. How much does that free up? And yet there's how much contract news was coming out these past couple of months that saying like nearly every war dog was out of contract. 
And I've spoken to people and they're like saying they're not getting offered. They want to stay and they're not getting offered the money they want. And these are the guys you're kind of banking on at this moment. Maybe some people that just had a fucking barn burner in Corrigan Hall and set the world on fire. Um, and like they're not getting offered the money they want. They want to stay. They want to wrestle for New Japan Pro Wrestling. But they got WWE and AEW saying, do you want some, do you want to earn some, some easy money? Which which is upsets me. Like you just you just freed up all this fucking money, man. Let's get give it to the guys. Build the future. So, Kieran, here's yeah. here's and this is more this is more of a a, a a conversation about just Japanese wrestling as a whole, right? Like the money's not there like it is on no, the Western absolutely side. Not. So they're they're basically japan japan is a, from a wrestling structure they're basically a minor leagues for western wrestling at the end of the day these guys will get paid not not badly they'll get paid they'll get paid a decent wage until guys reach reach their peaks because guys reach their peaks in japan all the time and then they're gonna they're gonna have to leave for more money because at the end of the day you have to be compensated for the work that you do <laughs> you know especially at the level that these guys are getting to and that's kind of, it's sad, but it's been it's been the rigmarole and the go around since the inception. Since I've been watching Japanese wrestling, it's been that way. Yeah, so, I I feel like I I I'm sad to lose the wrestler. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for the human being to go and earn that fucking money they deserve. Yeah, like you have to. I kind of have to split the different like the the art from the artist, I suppose, style thing. Like mm -hmm. I I will hardly watch World of Warcraft wrestle now because I don't watch AEW. So I'm very sad that I will not see Will Ospreay putting on bangers in Japan. But at the same time, I'm so happy for Will Ospreay to go and get paid absurd money in America. Like more. That's, that's the only thing with Okada. Is like Okada's not going for the money because we've just yeah, not so much Okada. Like, bro, you're rich. Like, your 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 wife probably earns more money than you, bro. Like, she definitely she's pay, she's, she's more famous than you in Japan. Like, you don't need the money, but for Okada, he's getting money, and it's a, a entirely new challenge. Yeah, but yeah, Osprey, yeah, Osprey, like, at first I was angry, I was like, no, but then, like, I get it, like, it makes sense, like, why would you not want guys you've watched from when they were wrestling in the independence here to see them basically being fought over for, like, these huge companies? Okada's still slightly better, because obviously, you know, don't need the money, guys driving flashy cars, even without the New Japan check, like, he don't need them, <laughs> but, you know, I still get it, Okada wants to see different opportunities, I respect that, doesn't mean I'm happy about it, though. Yeah. yeah, it's it's been more like anger than sadness over Okada for the double reason of he doesn't need the money and neither WWE nor AEW needs Okada. Like it's it's not like they need him. They don't need him. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Okada getting the win with putting out the hope that he's going to put over a young guy in Sapporo. But you don't and think Tanahashi is going to put himself over. He's going to be like, eh, might as well. I, I I dread that. I dread I'm, that. I'm not against it. <laughs> like, like like the reverse of what happened 12 years ago. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah retribution now. Okay. It was like hey, you do the job on your way out. Thanks thanks, Val. Uh, we got Alexander in the chat. He says I heard some alliances of uh, New Japan and some other Asian companies. Maybe it is a way to get more money. There is that show coming up in May with uh, you know all the major Japanese promotions coming together. Could you see something like a like a Japanese uh, NWA of the like the top promotions coming together to keep and retain some of these promotions in the future, y'all. They did that, right? With with the with the nine companies and whatnot. I think the announcement came out like a month ago or something. 
Yeah, yeah like the joint one with yeah. all like the pop. Yeah, but they haven't done anything with it necessarily. They just announced the show in May. It's definitely more of a political thing than it is an actual, like, let's put on shows together. Of course, they're going to do this show, but it's definitely more of a taking care of the talent and political style thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And we also got Frantic World who says Okada is going to bring big, big business to the USA. Before we move on to the next matchup, do you, where do you think Okada is going, Kieran? Uh, I think he, if I was Okada, I would go WWE. I feel he, this AEW can't match. Look, I, I've kind of been like checking out some WWE YouTube videos with all this Cody Rock Roman Reigns stuff because it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's the like first time I've kind of checked in WWE in probably three, four, five years. Um, but like what blew me away is during the whole Cody, when Cody said he's not going to challenge Reigns and Rock came out. It's just how big everything is in WWE. Like, Cody had pyro go off for, like, 10 minutes. I swear to God. Like, it's absurd. And, like, AEW, I just can't think they can't match the presentation of WWE. Nobody does WWE better than WWE. And I think Okada, with that style of presentation, with that beast behind him, he, he it, it works a lot better in WWE than kind of the, you know, the, the alternative. I don't think Okada is an alternative. Okada is wrestling. Like, he's not for the alternative yeah. AEW. He, 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 for me, he suits WWE. And also, I really, really love the idea of Okada and Nakamura winning the tag titles. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Okada won the Never Six one. We thought he'd never do tag wrestling ever. Like, this is, this is how you know Kieran doesn't watch WWE. Nakamura don't win things. he just he just presented better and people like oh nakamura's getting pushed name me the big nakamura win that he's had in the last couple no no but even people that watch every minute of wwe can't tell you that answer the thing is i was like totally like oh it'd be cool to see your car in aw but like yeah similarly like um my friend said that wwe because that's what he watches has gone like on the up and i kind of think if if Okada goes to to AEW, we've seen some of the matches. I feel like it's a, but going to WWE. I feel like it'd be something completely new. Like there are so many people that he could wrestle. That and like yeah, he's not a kind of guy that would go on the outside. Imagine him. Like I would watch WrestleMania if I could just see Okada's. I've not watched it in like six seven years. But if they said Okada's on WrestleMania, I'll watch that. There you go, Okada the draw. Now let's talk about the matchup that kind of is like the speed bump in all the great matches to end the show. Uh, As we have our good friends, the Gorillas of Destiny, El Phantasmo, and Hikaleo defending the IWGP Tag Team Championships against the Bully Clubs, Kenta and Chase Owens. These two teams went at it in Nagoya, I believe, with, uh, with G.O.D. getting the win to retain the NJPW Strong Tag Team titles. Now they go at it for the IWGP Tag Team titles. J. News, who you got? Um, I got the champs retaining here. Um, simple enough for me. I mean, you know, I, I don't know what to say about Kenta anymore. I just don't. Um, we We might get a decent match out of him sometime down the line. Maybe. I don't know. Um, as for the crown jewel himself, you know, he's serviceable, but he ain't winning nothing, you know. So GOD for the win. GOD for the win. Uh Sanal, who you got? Yeah, I mean, this is the IWGP, isn't it? Yeah. 
Hmm? Yeah, so I think if it was the strong, I might be like, because they obviously like don't like. If that was the case, I might be like, oh, maybe Kenta and Chase, because I feel like it's not like a big thing. But yeah, Janie is right. With Kenta just being Kenta at the moment, like, okay, I've still got a bit. His post match comments are still like hilarious, hmm. and I watched for the sake of that. But he's not fit for that. And to see them two in IWGP, especially because I can say this, like, I've said this the past few years, the IWGP tag titles have really been a lot more consistent than they were like we've had some amazing champions with that so to suddenly while um because we've all spoken to god and they've all spoken about their growth as a team and like hikaleo saying how like he remember like before he was with that elp he was very one-dimensional so to see this growth and then for new japan to suddenly stop it like they are the 100th iwgp tag champions they are the perfect people for that and the fact we get to see hikaleo grow and like ELP, the crowd love him. You can't tell me that like coming out of WrestleMania, you give them that big match, they've had some very good bouts, that you're just gonna take it off them. No, like GOD have been the most surprising tag team and they need to continue because like they're they're massive baby faces. Everybody is obsessed with them. And like, yeah, I think you just let's just have nice <coughs> tag Man. enjoyment. It's kind of crazy that the even the thought of Okada and WWE has Sanal calling Wrestle Kingdom WrestleMania. This is all your fault. You have me talking about it, and I was talking about Okada, and now I've got to make a stop. Karen. I don't know where that came from. Karen, who you got, G.O.D. or Bullet Club? Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Connor Mays in the chat. Um, big uh, friend of mine, friend of WrestleWin. Absolutely love Connor. Um, thanks for watching, mate. Uh, I didn't watch the strong tag title match. Like I was like, I don't need to watch this. <laughs> you <laughs> like, didn't. You, you did not. I, I, I'm not going to listen to it. Um, I just fear that because they like Kenta and Chase losing challenges for both tag titles, just I've, I've just got a dread in my bones that they could leave with the tag titles and i think it will take like sonar was saying how much work has gone into these tag titles between bishamon and you know aussie open we're temporary but great and tmdk being the challengers who should be holding the tag titles right fucking now to be honest uh elp yeah. and Nicolo being a surprising delight while tag league was stacked like they've done so much to make this tag division for the first time in years feel important and i feel like they wash all that away if they put these tag titles on chase Owens and kenna so I'm hoping for an ELP and Hikino win. I will be blowing up my birthday candles and that will be my wish. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I, I fear that uh, Bullet Club will be walking away with the titles, unfortunately. I feel like the only way that anything could have been accepted for like Kenta to win a title would be if they went after, if he went after the open weight with someone like Taiji Shimori. Like no, you know that, I mean? that was like, years ago. We did that. We already did that. We already if, did him with championships. If you had to do it, like I'm just saying, like that would be like a semi that it'd be a different team. It'd be, it'd be nice to have like an actual open weight team, like an officially open weight yeah, team. Agreed. I'm not wishing it on anyone. Come on, I'm not saying like that, but I'm saying if that is the case, rather than like Kenta and Chase winning the Adri GP ones, it will you could have had like if you had to put it on Kenta, Kenta and Ishimori winning the open weight ones yeah that makes more sense um me i'm i'm just gonna go with god because y'all 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 you two have just put the thought of a kenta and chase the sphere of god inside so, yeah like, like i did not i looked at the card 
I did not have a second thought, just picking G.O.D., but y'all gave me second thoughts. J News, who you got? No, no, I got, I got G.O.D. winning here. Uh, I, I'm always, when I'm sitting here doing these uh, these podcasts with you guys, I'm always reading the comments to see as to what everybody's saying and stuff like that. And some folks have some interesting things to say about some teams uh, that they hope that they want to join New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, it, it was Connor May's brother, Sunshine Machine. Listen, yes. I'm up for that. I'm up for that. I'm up for that, man. Uh, GYB as well, man. Those grizzled young uh, man. We've been fans of GYB forever, man. Zach Wilson needs. He's a freaking treasure, by the way. <laughs> Gibson, sorry, Zach Gibson. He's a freaking treasure. At the end of the day. Um. So yeah, man. Look, God for the win here. I uh, I ain't got much to say about the Bullet Club guys. Um. I still I still have hope in my heart to see uh before before it's all said and done before he retires uh one final hard hitting kento match uh, i have that i have that you might be waiting a long time for that <laughs> don't hold your breath sir uh but we should expect a hard hitting and technical wrestling masterclass as it's going to be Zach Staber Jr going one on one with the american dragon brian danielson and we will ask Kieran first who he wants in this Wrestle Dream rematch. <laughs> Let's fucking go, man! Uh, look, I obviously like. No, oh, I'm all tangled up now. Uh, mate, you know, but like Zack Saber Jr. If Will Ospreay didn't exist last year, Zack Saber Jr. was Wrestler of the Year for me. Um, I always. This is my go-to when it comes to Zack Sabre Jr. versus Danielson, who's the better technical wrestler. If you think Danielson is a better technical wrestler than Zack Sabre Jr., I just think you're not watching enough Zack Sabre Jr. Because I, I, if you say Danielson is a better wrestler than Zack Sabre Jr., go for it. Like He is a very complete package, Danielson. Mm -hmm. But technical wrestling, there is nobody better on this planet than Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, and I hope... You know, one person. Go on. Hechicero. Hechicero. <laughs> Come on, man. That uh, best sweep in the nation right now. Oh, good. He, he can be the best wrestler in, like, Mexico is North America, right? My geography is very bad. If you say yeah. that, no, right? America, you no, no, yeah. no. I, 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 I think that. Yeah. Is it? Is, or the Americas? I don't know. Right? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't study geography. Um, but man, yeah, I just I need Zack Sabre Jr. to win this one after Wrestle Dream. Like, if the story is Danielson mm. won physically with the Psycho knee, and the story is now going to be that Zack wins with one of his many roll ups or he tags out, uh, taps out Danielson, I'm fine for it. But I just I I'm so on board the Zack Sabre Jr. train. I don't see a scenario where he loses here. My I it's fantasy booking to its finest here. My dream is Zack Sabre Jr. wins this and the momentum from this, he carries it on and eventually he is the one that dethrones Tetsuya Naito. I like the idea of Zack Sabre Jr. being the challenger after Sonata, but I also want Naito to have a proper run with the title. It is long, long overdue. But at some point, I would like Zack Sabre Jr. to be the one that dethrones Naito and he just goes like, you know, maybe makes the final move bank up and loses because I don't. Again, I want Naito to have this run. Man, we we on the same page. You like spitting right the, now. The Zack Saber Junior. The the chemistry, the rivalry with Naito. It's so much there. It would be the perfect person to beat Naito. And you know, him losing the title surely that is to sell bigger things. Losing the world title is surely to sell bigger things for Zack Saber Junior. But 
I need Zack Sabre Jr. to win this. I'm so excited for this to be in front of a Japanese audience as well. I love my Japanese audiences. I, a big part of why I don't watch AEW and WWE. I don't want to hear fight forever. I don't want to hear that stuff. I just want to hear people losing their shit because they're so invested just going, Zack, Brian, like just shouting for the people they want to win. There's nothing better than that. No joint chance can defeat that one person that just pierces through the noise because they are just screaming at the top of their lungs for their wrestler to come through. And I need Zack Sabre Jr. to win in Osaka. Please, please, Gato. Well, more so, please, Tony Khan. Just let the boy take another loss. Like <laughs> well, you're, you're taking Okada. You fucking Jay White will Ospreay. Just let Zack take this one win, please. Well, I mean, it's it's up to Brian at the end of the day, more than even Tony Khan. I feel and like I it think... was up to Brian. Brian would lose every single fucking match yes. he could. This, this, this <laughs> true. This he is would true. never win. If this is true. But I think outside of AEW, it's up to Brian. When he's in the AEW, it's up to Tony Khan. That's why he's, he's so. beating these so. guys when they're in AEW. And then when they're in New Japan, that's when he's going to lose. I agree 100% with a lot of the things you said. I think this is the start to Zack Sabre Jr.'s journey to dethrone Tensuya Naito for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at Dominion. At Dominion. So that gives Naito a good run. You have the big show. You have the big title change there. That makes sense to me. Uh, I think that Zack makes it to the finals of the New Japan Cup to lose to Shoto Amino. Uh, I think that I think Shoto Amino is going to win the New Japan Cup. That's how they should work that. But yeah, I think Zach gets the win. But you got to also set up a third match between these two guys because this that first match was so good that I was like, oh man, they left room for like two more matches. You have Zach get the win with the Zach driver. So no, so so <laughs> you go so birthday present because Zach this whole time has said. Brian didn't really beat me. He beat me with a strike at Wrestle Dream. And now Brian can say, Zach didn't really beat me. He just dropped me on my head. So then that sets the stage for the third match, submission match down the line, whether that be Forbidden Door, whether it be back in Japan. I think that sets the stage for that. So I think Zach gets to win with the Zach driver. Sanal? Yeah, I mean, we all agree that like Zach should win the title. However, I... You're all thinking too early. For this to be impactful, Zach has to win the title at a Royal Quest. They're gonna have to make it a. They for once they're gonna have to make Royal Quest a proper big show and have. Think it he's gonna lose it at Wrestle Kingdom. Why would you want that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying it'd be not. Or they can move Royal Quest further up the year. It doesn't have to be in October. Man, you actually New Japan to change schedules now. We just we just fantasy book. <laughs> <laughs> on the match itself like yeah i think zach's gonna win i feel like everything he's been talking about backstage like this is the thing with new japan you have to watch the backstage because this is where you're gonna catch a glimpse of what might happen and, and i don't know if anyone's watched the past one so when zach's been facing like taguchi and honma his comments there he's like i have faced like the master ass and stuff like that and i think that zach is at the perfect time um to be like elevated to the top now with like okada and osprey going and yeah this is going to be amazing like i always put my hands up and say like when i first started watching wrestling i was never a fan of technical stuff this was mainly because i was watching like wwe but as soon as i watched like zack saber jr matches that's when i was like yes submission wrestling is like it's like yeah probably my favorite because i just think it's so beautiful especially when people like zack do it so I feel like, and linking to what SP3 says, like, 
yes, um, that like he's won in AW, but when it comes to New Japan, Okada beat him. So let's have Zach beat him as well. And then yeah, set up like it depends. Like, are they gonna if they're gonna do a third one? Because like we said with Okada and Danielson, don't need a third one. We're fine with two. It'll be interesting because we might come out of this match going, ah, no, no, no. Have Zach win with the submission and then just leave it at that. Yeah. So sometimes you don't need another win, you just need the last win. Uh Jay News, who you got? I think that we need to be able to definitively say that Zack Sabre Jr. is the best technical wrestler in the world, right? So if Brian has one on him and Zack wins this one, they'd have to go to to the rubber match, right? They'd have to get a third one. But with the emergence and the the now proliferation of Echicero. I feel this is this is me doing my super crazy booking stuff. Zach wins. Echicero Fantastica Maria. Then we get the rubber match between Danielson and Zach. Somebody said all in. I think all in would probably be pretty Nah, nah, man. Y'all guys are walling. Y'all ain't y'all ain't going y'all ain't going front on Nigel McGuinness, who've been waiting a Wait, decade to listen, get back listen, into the ring listen, in if, front of Wembley with Brian Danielson listen, listen, just for Zach. At this at this when you point, got a forbidden door. You got a forbidden point, door. No, right forbidden there. door this is gonna be with CMLO. Listen, as long as Nigel gets cleared, I want Nigel versus Brian. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to nix that. I'm just saying they need to do it at a big event in the UK. All in is a big event in the UK. Now, as long as Nigel gets cleared, you get Nigel versus Brian. Then you do that Royal Quest, like Sonal said at the end of the day. You do Brian versus Zach at Royal Quest for. Oh. Right now, the immediate story is Zach wins against Brian. Zach needs to get a win against that. said that that entrance, that that entrance he had on Rampage with the fire, bruh. <laughs> talk about presentation. Anyways, he's, a star. But, um, he's a star. Just, just, just to be able to cement him as the top technical wrestler in the world, he can have that in his bag. He keeps gnawing at Brian because he has that win, and then he won against it. She said, "Oh, make that more of a story. What <laughs> not keep it rolling down the line and see as to what we can get." But yeah, Zachy for the win here because um, it just it makes no more sense at this point. Yeah, that's, that's, that's can, can I just? I kind of want Jay New saying "Fantastic Mania" as my ringtone. Like it is beautiful. I know, I love it. It is fantastic. It is awesome. <laughs> I, I I wait for him until I say it. I pop every that time. time of the year. Everyone waits for this time of the year yeah. just for Jay News to do to just say it. News to say it. Say it. Say the yes. word. Yes, <laughs> Bart Simpson meme, isn't it? From the, yeah. Say it. Uh, Dustin said, "I just don't see them uh, letting Zach hold the main belt uh, when he isn't a draw compared to your Naitos or Shingo." And that's why I said to Sanal and NK on Ace Techers, I think that Zach wins it at Dominion, but he ain't holding it to to Wrestle Kingdom. He'll pro- they should have him lose it after G One because. The, that's been a big a big flaw of after G1 for the last couple of years that nothing happens in the main event scene. There's yeah, no like king of pro wrestling or something like, like AJ Rome. Styles was the last person that yeah. went into a G1 as champion and didn't go into Wrestle Kingdom as a champion. He lost it in that gap. Yep. And that was probably 
2016, maybe? That's 2015. He so left in 2016. He left in January 2016. So that's oh, yeah. 2015. Yeah, right. No, no, actually, no. He lost at Dominion 2015 to Okada. So you're talking about when he lost to Hiroshi Tanahashi when in he lost 2014, to a decade yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get why not, because it is a big thing instantly. The G1, you've won, and now you know who you're going to go into the main event again. But it would be a nice little change of change of. Uh, I, yeah, I think we've spoken about this, haven't we? We're saying Zach keeps it till like October. Suji beats him. No, oh, no I have Suji went in the G1. Yeah, Suji wins the D one. None, none, none of the Raymond Misketeers are winning the title this year. You guys are dreaming. Yeah, no, that, that was it. But I said I said Let's Suji win the G one to set up Wrestle Kingdom. Suji and Naito. For that's the what SP three has been Maybe. saying for like, All right. like yeah, yeah. ages. Yeah, that, that's what I tried to I tried to help Gato book that for this year because Suji should have just came in and won the title. For no, that. but I think this makes it so if Naito is <laughs> like winding down next year, have Suji beat him and then have him take over Lij. Makes that. makes a bit more sense story wise. You can, like we said, we can have Naito have like pretty good decent runs before, and either he, can, either they can kick him out of Lij, or it can be the Naito thing where he's just like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore, and he just he's still in it, Lij. And he, sh- but he shrugs he just, and leaves. He just appears in one or two matches. He comes on commentary, annoys Hiromu a bit because I feel like Naito, out of all people, he can do it where he doesn't get kicked out because it's just Naito, isn't it? This is true, but we might see someone get kicked out of a group on this show in the main event. Steel cage matchup, the first steel cage match in New Japan for wrestling in newly in nearly two decades. It's going to be five on five war game style time intervals as Will Ospreay and David Finley, the captains, will represent their teams as the first two men and then individual uh, timed entrance for the rest of the individuals as it's going to be United Empires, Will Ospreay, Jeff Cobb, uh, Catch 2-2, Francisco Akira, TJP, and then finally Hanare. Versus the Bullet Club War Dogs, the IWGP Global Heavyweight Champion, David Finley, Gabe Kidd, Alice Coglin, Clark Connors, and Drilla Maloney, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions. So many different stories and feuds in this one matchup. Will Ospreay, his final NJPW match before he leaves to go to AEW. He wanted to leave New Japan as the IWGP Global Heavyweight Champion, but it was David Finley who beat him at Wrestle Kingdom. These two men have been feuding for the better part of the last two years with one another. Then you got Jeff Cobb, who was attacked by Bullet Club War Dogs, coming in with an injury. You got Francisco Akira, who's been really having his doubts and really been the focus of the the story of this buildup for this matchup with his doubts of not really wanting to be in this dangerous steel cage matchup, his doubts to TJP as his tag team partner who's been flirting with the heavyweight scene, TJP also flirting with becoming the leader of United Empire and Hanare really kind of just a representative of New Japan and wanting to stay with United Empire versus everything that is the Bullet Club War Dogs, which is chaos, carnage, and everything else in between. But they have also teased some dissension with little moments in the post-match comments with David Finley and Gabe Kidd having a little issue or Drilla Maloney and Gabe Kidd having little issues. Little tension from underneath, not as obvious as United Empire, but Sanal, I know you've been a big proponent of this rivalry, of the build-up for this matchup. What have you thought? Who do you think wins? Guys. 
that I don't think people know how much, and I'm gonna hype up one person who, for me, has really made this amazing. Francesco Aguera, I can't sing enough praise for like since he came to New Japan, I have been singing his praise. He's such a nice guy, blah 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 blah. But his role in this storyline has set up so many like options. Like some people were like, uh this is a bit, bit shitty booking and I think we discussed it maybe like the whole section before which was maybe not great but for me it's these small things that showcase what could probably happen in the future like if you think about it Akira is very young he has always been Japanese wrestling so I think it was all Japan before and now he's here he has this for him the junior tag titles was what he was wanting that's what he came for he that's what he won but now suddenly he's got all of the guys in the United Empire having different things. TJ is saying he wants to do both, which to Akira is like, so you're not committed to Couch 2-2. Then you have these guys doing steel cage matches. That's not the wrestling he likes. And while, yes, in one way it makes him look weak, it also shows his strength because he is willing to say, what is happening? I don't want to be part of this. And that... For me, there's two ways that this could go. Akira could suddenly have a revelation and this would lead to a very extreme Akira leading to a new extreme, the Empire. Maybe under TJP, maybe under someone else. Or maybe even Akira if he gets to that point where he suddenly snaps. Or we go on a route where Akira is the reason that Empire lose. The Empire then, there's two options, either turn on him and go, we said we are a family. You have not contributed to this family. Turn on him. Or he personally decides to go another way. Now, I personally don't think that if he goes another way, it'll be a heel way. Because that's they've not built it up, right? And there's no proper heel faction for him. But the idea of Akira basically just flat out, just either not doing it or at one point walking off. Or maybe even being saved by someone from another faction is something and like there's so many components and so many things but for me personally like akira is the star and like he is who i'm going to be watching definitely has been carrying the build we got to give a big shout out to the bounty hunter brian keith in our chat here uh, I think that's great. We got to thank Kieran for that because if Kieran wasn't here, he would. Oh man, that is, that, that, he follows me on Twitter and he always retweets my stuff and I always want to yes. slide into the DMs, but I don't want to be, you know, too much of a fanboy. But when I saw Bounty Keith in the comments, I was like, God damn, man, he was just killing it in DDT, man. He's a universal title match versus Mao. Uh, Sweet Dreams was awesome. Like, it's, it's killer to see that dude over in Japan, man. It was and awesome. He just smashed it with eddie kingston in his home state of texas so congratulations to brian keith who just became all elite got his all elite graphic officially signing with all elite wrestling and he also says uh wrestled both brian and zach this should be good yeah um, I, I saw that he got his all elite graphic and to quote the great brian keith aw paid up so, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Jay News, uh, you you have been a big fan of the Bullet Club War Dogs, a big fan of United Empire. What have you thought about the build for this matchup? Who do you think wins the game? <sighs> there's so much. There's like Sonal said. There's so much going on with this. So so many layers. So many stories. The Akira thing, to me. 
is akin to the eventuality of Naito's retirement. Like he's going to walk away from LIJ. They're not going to kick him out, right? I feel like Akira is going to walk away from the United Empire. You know what I'm saying? Just due to everything that's been going on in that in that regard. On the flip side, someone's going to get knocked the hell out over on the war dog side. And uh, if somebody keeps chirping, I think Gabe's going to put his foot in somebody's ass. <laughs> so, um, you know, for, for, for me, this is just going to be a combination of so many different stories in this cage. That's what the cage match was always meant for across any promotion, the culmination of this, of any grand story. So it all ends in whatever the decision of the match is. And then the aftermath of whatever the, of, of the match is what we're going to be going towards in the future. So if Akira walks away, if if Gabe just turns his back on the War Dogs and 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 does whatever, or if he's or he duffs someone out, whatever works in this estimation <laughs> is 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 uh is really what it is. Um, being that it is Will's last New Japan match, um, if tradition is tradition, I feel like Will takes the pin here. Um, so the War Dogs win. I would assume it would be Finley to get the pin at some in some some way or fashion, um, or you know if Gabe's leaving, it could be just Gabe getting the pin here and he might show up somewhere else. I don't know. That's just me fantasy booking. But <laughs> at the end of the day, because supposedly a lot of the War Dog guys still don't have contracts, so we'll see as to what happens there. But it should be a hell of a match. Um, I just want to see. I want to see Gabe Kid win. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see in life. I just want to see Gabe Kid win. In life. <laughs> all the goodness on Gabe Kid. I just want to see Gabe Kid win in life, and um, the, like the the young war dogs, like uh, like like it's like I was saying before. I don't know what the contract situation is, so I don't know what Clark Connors is gonna do. I have no idea what his deal is. Um, I'm not sure what what Maloney's deal is. I think he only signed like a one year thing or whatever. I don't know what's going on. With the majority of those guys over on the bullet the the bullet club war dog side, but the United Empire thing, it's gonna be sad to see Akira walk away. That's just my estimation of it, because the dude like Sonal said, he's so young, but he's he's the emotional thread of that group, right? So I, I feel like him walking away does something for that group, and then it's like who then steps up to be the leader, with the emotional thread of the group now gone, or essentially gone, who steps up to be the leader? Okan doesn't want to do anything with it or whatever and he's not involved in the match and then it's like is it gonna be jeff you know what I'm saying? i don't know, <laughs> you know? And then tjp over here being uh the filipino dead man i, I don't know what he want to do <laughs> <laughs> filipino dead that man is hard man <laughs> filipino dead man oh it's getting on a shirt <laughs> yo immediately like i was saying uh filipino fiend but the filipino dead man that works too that Listen, works too. Uh, and also, thanks, Ryan. Uh, Ryan keeps saying in the chat, thanks for the love and support and for the four great human beings doing this preview and everyone in the chat. Bless. This man's awesome. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate you, the love. Uh, but Karen, who do you think is going to win? What have you thought about the great story leading up to this cage match on Sunday? I think like Sonel and Jonas both dead on the money. Like Akira is the star going into this match. He like I forget this is what Osprey's last match. 
it, yeah, it just, so, it, it's crazy because it's, I don't yeah, think it's I like, even mentioned him and I feel bad when I was saying that is Akira gonna step up to the moment like backstage and Ari's trying to get him to be a man you know step like you know get tough get ready or is he gonna break under the pressure um is he gonna switch sides and go with the war dogs is he just gonna leave United Empire like I said at the top of this show I don't think these factions leave the same way they came in um and I think with Osprey going as well, you like does United Empire even exist after New Beginning on Osaka? Because if Osprey's going and you know if Akira decides this isn't for him, that's two of the guys gone, and uh, you know they they kind of the heartbeat of the, the the group. Like Francesco Akira is wildly popular, and then you've got TJP saying he's going to be a heavyweight as the Aswang, and Akira's like, what What do you mean, bro? We were at the time they were tag team champions, like yeah what's going on like they're doing like akira his heart must be all over the place um and he's doing a fantastic job of it as well like we saw how much of a baby face this kid can be when he had the el desperado match in the best of super juniors absolutely yeah. like perfect on a uh, baby face in that match um but yeah i think the injury with this match starts straight away do we get the ass one does the does, does tjp come out with a full regalia because this is the moment to bring him out yeah. um you know and half of these guys are going into this. Like half of these guys are probably not signed to a contract, and the other half of the guys are working injured. Drill Maloney's got a torn bicep for God's right. sake. Uh, yeah. Gabe Kidd and Hanare were pulled off the show following their match, whether right. that was kayfabe or not, I don't know. Uh, Jeff Cobb injured. Like it, there's like there's so so many moving parts to this match, and we're not even talking about the fact that these are ten like top tier guys. Like there's not a weak link in this match. Like these are all guys that can put on banger matches, whether they're in singles, tag, or ten man cage matches. There is, there, there's no. Like I'm just so excited from this, from the match itself, from the story standpoint. This is just the perfect storm going into this. I think War Dogs do get the win because I see something. United, United Empire are going to have a big fallout from this in some capacity. Whether it's a, uh, we're going to stick together and like you know stay strong in loss, or we lost, we fucked it, we had a good run, guys. Let's call it quits. Um, I see something happening there, and the War Dog story I think has a lot more in it. Like the little, they're starting to drop the little bits, like with Gabe getting pissed off at Finley, telling him to shut the fuck up and stuff like that. Um, and they they know they've got so much fuel. I feel like they're very aware yeah. that David Finley isn't the leader. <laughs> the fans want. They're, they're playing on it. Yeah, yeah they're playing on it. They're, they're not. They're not stupid. Yeah, like it's an, it's an interesting dynamic to see because you know. We've been talking about this for for months now. At least me, I've I've since day one I put down the idea of David Finley being the freaking leader of the Bullet Club at all. But to be fair, being that he is in that spot, that's his place right now, right? Especially now being the IWGP Global Champion and whatnot, you use that to your advantage, right? If you if you know how to book this right, if you know how to tell a decent story, you use it to your advantage. To Kira's point. They have layers to this now Bullet Club War Dog story, so they can they can they can really they can stagger this for the next couple of months. But the other side of the coin is, are these guys going to continue to work without deals? The business end of it, the real life business end of it, are these guys just going to continue to go to Japan, get their one shots, and continue on, or do they want some sort of financial stability or knowing where they're going to go? in the future you know what i'm saying there, so I, I there just... is a part of me as well that wonders with because it was literally like every war dog except from david finley mm -hmm. it came out of their contract was up 
Right. Yeah. How much are they sowing the seeds to add more drama to this match, or are there deals that genuinely up? I know one person. I I won't say who Hmm. contract legitimately is up. Yeah. Uh, but the other, like, I was when when Fightful, I think, reported that Drill and Maloney's contract was up. I was like, he was working with a contract. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. New usually take a, a good while before they give someone a contract. How long was the open work with New Japan before they got a contract offer? Like, yeah, and they're not shy about putting titles on people that aren't under contract. Right. Like Minoru Suzuki historically has never signed a New Japan contract, um, and he was IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Uh, so I was really shocked when Driller, of all people, had a contract. I assume it would just be, yeah, we'll pay you for this tour, we'll pay you for this tour, and stuff like that. So I do, there is that little bit of seed of doubt of how much of it's kayfabe, how much of it's truth, right. but there's definitely some truth within the kayfabe, at least. Yeah, I do know, like, most of the New Japan contracts, they run through the end of January, so they can do anything, you know, yeah. through, uh, you know, Wrestle Kingdom and the New Beginning Tour uh, most of the time, but... Uh, yeah, are, I, I've spoken to one person in this match who is definitely working without a contract. They've like agreed to do extra dates, and their contract finishes yeah. at the end of January, and they're still trying to figure something out. Yeah, I think that's that's a big factor of why I am picking the United Empire to win this one. Oh, uh, I, I think United Empire. And the United Empire win, and then after the match, we get the answer of who's the leader moving forward. We get the big dramatic Will Ospreay farewell speech, and he basically, it's like the end of the movie Hook, where Peter Pan had to make one of the kids the leader of the group. And that's Will Ospreay playing the role of Peter Pan. I never and the black. When, 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 when I joined this, let's be free. When I jo- agreed to join this preview, I never in my wildest dreams thought we would compare the cage match with the War Dogs to Peter Pan. <laughs> the hook, the hook is a classic. It's a like, classic I'm, I'm, like you're saying this, and I've got my Peter Pan like artwork there. So. You know, <laughs> it, it seems to be in certain circles that that movie is controversial. Um, it shouldn't be. It's a classic. <laughs> Hey, hey, man, listen, I'm, I'm, I got no dog in this fight, man. I got no dog. <laughs> Robin Williams, his best movie ever. And shout outs to, to Keith, Brian Keith, because I, I legitimately was going to ask him who he thinks was going to win, but I didn't want to put him on the spot. And he answers it for me anyway. Brian says, that clam digger Brian Danielson stole my moment, moment Friday, ZSJ to slay the dragon. I love it. I love it. He's going with ZSJ. We also got uh, Nikki Boy in the chest as bonus points for the hook reference. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we also got uh, Nikki Boy. He says, RIP Robin Williams. Thank you. Do you think, random question, because you're saying, like, oh, Osprey will pick the leader. Do you not see any idea of someone just like jumping him at the end? Oh, is that not the like thing? Or is that like a are we sticking that that's basically like a bullet club thing? Yeah, that's like, what that if David fin- if this was David Finley's final match, that's how I would expect it to end. Is they surprise. lose and then surprise. all the bullet club surprise. war dogs jump David Finley out of the group. But I think United Empire to pick up the win, but I'm very excited. Talking about it with you guys made me even more excited. So I want to thank J News, Sanal, and most of our special guests, Karen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Want to give you the the floor. Let everybody know where they can follow you on social media. What you got going on? Wrestling, Fightful, Overbook, and everywhere else. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at KieranRH93, posting lots of tweets, lots of clips, lots of gifts, everything I can get away with that TVSR he won't burn me for again. Uh, over at WrestleIn, WrestleIN, doing podcasts, doing shows, doing tons of stuff, written articles, interviews, hopefully one coming out with Choco Pro very, very soon. 
Um, and yeah, lastly, over on Fightful Overbooked as part of Project Club, uh, Fightful Overbooked, only New Japan entirely dedicated show to New Japan. Uh, so yeah, one of those three places. Absolutely. And I think Big Man Dog's saying what, what's on yes. Kieran's mind. Yeah, people have to watch that Kid Hanare match if they Please haven't already. Sanal, let everybody know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at wrestling underscore chat. That's basically where you'll find me and everything I'm doing, obviously, um, on Ace Techers. But yeah, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Sonal's Live. I am, I'm not the most consistent, but when we have big shows, I will be there. And like Sunday, I will have a review for the whole show out that day. So yeah, make sure to subscribe. I'm going to have reviews, previews, everything. And yeah. I am fully New Japan, so if you, if you want someone to catch up with everything, make sure to, to subscribe to my channel. I love I love Brian Keefe is just dropping gems in the chat. He says, <laughs> I don't like to spoil things, but I have a good friend who lives in the United Kingdom, and he thinks that TJP is going to uh, turn on United Empire. And he says, if you didn't know, all the War Dogs were members of the LA Dojo with TJP. That is a good note. That is a good note to mention. Yeah. This is this is a it's a good note. It's a good note. Um I just feel like the, the present the Aswan presentation doesn't necessarily fit the book club too well. And I like what he went what he went with there. But if this happens, man oh man, another layer, another story. New Japan might have something on their hands. We're gonna be so disappointed when this match just ends one, two, three, and that's it. <laughs> Nothing, nothing happened, nothing that we have speculated. <laughs> no, but I feel like if TJP does go to the Bullet Club or something like that, um, then you really cement United Empire as like the baby face, even with Osprey going. You set up years of story with Akira versus TJP too, like yeah. as, 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 as yeah. the marquee match in the junior heavyweight division. Like you can set up Akira being the Bullet Club War Dogs, like he's going after them, like the rest of his career. Like, anyone, anyone, that, anyone that does anyone that does a hunter gimmick, it never works out. We had Yoshi Tatsu was a bit of a wasn't Frankie Kazarian, the Elite like Hunter. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's a doomed gimmick. Let's not let's not put on Akira. I like Akira. He's a really good guy. J News, let everybody know where they can follow you, sir. Yeah, man, y'all can kick me out on the Twitter machine, man. You know. uh and uh, I comment on there from time to time and whatnot, drop some 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 tweets about some movies and some podcasts and things of that nature. Uh, it's been a it's been a real interesting month for me. So I'm just trying to get things in order to get back to to life with some normalcy in life, should I say. Uh, but we should be back for the review show here um, sometime next week. That's my hope. Uh, and if not, uh, you can always catch me at the Workhorse Wrestling Network on Monday mornings, me and Dolores doing the damn thing. And, uh, yeah, uh, oh, as always, thanks for watching, folks. And, uh, you know, I, my hope here is for this show is that Gabe Kidd uh, beats the crap out of David Finley. And, uh, yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. Follow the gang, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at TrueHillHeat. I will be back here tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time, the True Hill Heat flagship podcast to talk all about the WrestleMania press conference that Kieran mentioned earlier, the Rock's heel turn, corporate rock, 
corporate high chief is back with us. We'll talk about that tomorrow on the flagship. So join us for that. Check out AE Ramble from yesterday. Check out our WrestleMania press conference watch along that we did yesterday as well. And until then, for Sanal, for J News, for Karen, it is me, it is me, your true hill phenom, SP3. This has been our new beginning in Osaka preview. We are signing off until next time.